Guilt, the way it's framed in our culture, sets us up to act out goodness instead of acting out of our inherent goodness. Hey, 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 so glad you're here. This is Tracking Yes, and you are exactly where you're meant to be. I'm your host, Liz Wilson, coach, writer, and round-the-clock philosopher. And this, my friends, is where the magic happens. Join me and my guests for stories that will inspire you to dial up your curiosity, fine-tune your courage and wisdom, and create an empowered relationship with whatever's happening now. Guilt sets us up to perform goodness and avoid consequences, and it has us walking a tightrope between shame and responsibility. Today's show looks at the pitfalls of guilt and how to do an end run around it so that you can navigate the inevitable imperfection of being human with a much truer compass. The word guilt and the idea and energy of guilt are really in the space right now. And I want to speak to it because I actually don't think guilt is the most helpful or straightforward way to to recalibrate as you move through life. And I don't think it's the most effective way to support meaningful transformation. It can get you partway there, but it can also derail you. What is way more empowered and connected to a trust in your inner guidance and wisdom is the felt experience of remorse, which is very different than guilt. Here's what I see as the difference. If you put shame on one side and you put remorse on the other, guilt is a moving target between them. And so there's an idea that if I, if I feel guilty, then I, I won't be ashamed because guilt doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It just means I know that I did something bad. And it will also, because I know I did something bad, uh, I will be motivated to make it right. Okay, here's what I see as the problem with that. Guilt walks a tightrope between shame and responsibility. And you can fall on either side of that because it's a precarious line to walk and ego is gonna try and pull you into shame every time. And here's why it's so easy to fall off that tightrope onto the side of shame. Our whole culture has guilt as a shame-based paradigm and a consequence-based paradigm that says there is something outside of you that is going to punish you or make you take responsibility. Guilt is a setup for relinquishing our own trust in our inner sense of responsibility to an outside authority. And it's, it's cultivated in our culture, again, as a way to control us in countless ways, but, but two of the biggies are religion and the penal system. So if you have a negative impact, you are guilty. That's the word we use. And we're indoctrinated to believe that it equals, you must pay a consequence. So in religious terms, repent or go to hell. In the penal system, avoid getting caught or go to prison. So what does this set you up to do? It sets you up to act right in order to avoid a consequence. 
you're you're set up now to act out goodness instead of acting out of your inherent goodness and taking responsibility for your impact from a place of deep integrity and a connection to and a caring for the whole. So here's a way that misplaced responsibility leads to guilt and is a setup for shame. Let's say you're young. Well, okay, why don't we just take an example from my life? When I was young, my mother lived with a very violent man. And I, you know, between the ages of maybe 11 and 15 or 16, really believed that it was my responsibility to protect her from being killed and to keep her out of harm's way, which of course it wasn't. And of course, even if I, even if I wanted it to be, I, I was not up to that responsibility. It, it was physically impossible for me to take responsibility for that. But I believed that I was. And so every time she got thrown into a wall, I believed that I somehow missed something that I should have seen that could have stopped that from happening. That's now saying, I'm not doing a good enough job. I'm not doing a good enough job as a human being here in the world, in my role as the daughter of this person who's being abused. So how close am I getting to shame now? How close am I getting to unworthiness? And I also see this in the lives of other people that I know, examples of perhaps a a mentally ill parent or um, a overworked parent, single parent, for example, where now as a child, that person is thinking they've got to take care of their siblings and they've got to take care of the household and they've got to make sure everything's running smoothly when they're like 10 years old, right? And if they don't get it right, that means they have failed in their role. And then I see it play out in their adult lives of taking care of everybody. And if I'm not doing a good enough job of taking care of everybody, I am not a good person. And I have to subjugate my well-being to take care of others, or I feel guilty. Okay, here's another way guilt walks this tightrope between shame and responsibility, because it also, it's distorted, right? Like, I feel guilty that other people are suffering in the world, living in war zones, when I live in a peaceful country. Like, I should not have it this good when they have it that bad. I feel guilty. Like, people actually say that. They feel that. They believe that. But what is that doing? What? How is that helping that you feel guilty? Like, would it be better if you also lived in a war-torn country? What are you feeling guilty about? Like, what did you do to create them living in a war-torn country? And maybe there is some way that your unconscious choices are contributing to their experience in the world. And you want to investigate that and see. Or maybe there's a way you want to advocate to help dismantle whatever's going on that's having them live in that way. But guilt's not going to get you there. Guilt's just going to make you feel crappy. And we know this because you've seen someone say, I feel guilty, but they're not actually doing anything to make changes. It's almost like saying, I feel guilty. Okay, 
that now is, I've, I've done my part, and now I'm going to just carry on as I was. Okay, here's a third way that guilt gets us. Uh, I told my friend that I was going to do something with them this weekend, and now I don't want to, but I feel guilty. I feel guilty saying I'm not going to because I said I would. Where are you going with this? Where's the guilt taking you? Nowhere. Nowhere good. And you're either then, as a result, going to go when you don't want to go, um, which is living in a, in a state of duplicity, which is not in service of the relationship or yourself or them, or you're probably going to lie about why you're not going and make up some reason that sounds really plausible rather than just saying, I've changed my mind. I don't want to go. Why are you lying to your friend? Because you feel guilty. Why do you feel guilty? Because you're thinking that that somehow is what a good person would feel. Like we don't follow the math all the way through to see how flawed it is. And then one more variation of this is when you say you feel guilty, but you don't actually feel guilty, but you think if I say that I feel guilty, if I tell myself that I feel guilty, now I'm doing something about the impact that I'm having. Rather than facing the impact, for example, like we'll actually say it to another person. Oh, I, 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 I noticed that I don't want to come with you anymore, but I feel so guilty. Now we're dumping our guilt on them. Now they, we need them to absolve us of the guilt by saying, oh no, no problem. Don't worry about it. It's, it's so, it's bullshit. It's completely inauthentic because First of all, why are they responsible for your feeling of guilt? And second of all, why do you feel guilty? You get to change your mind. So this idea that if I feel guilty, that I'm getting closer to being a good person here, when you're actually getting further and further from the truth of who you are. Okay, but we need, we do, there's something to be in touch with in order to just not walk around having negative impact all over the place, not caring about it, carrying on, it's all about me, I don't care. That's, we need some compass, some way to navigate and, and be paying attention to our impact and to be taking clear, clean responsibility when our impact is harmful, meaning I'm taking responsibility for what I am responsible for. I'm not taking responsibility for what I'm not responsible for. And I know how to tell the difference. So what I find helps guide a really clear course in that direction without shame is remorse. And remorse is very different than guilt. And here's how I see that it's different. Remorse is not about acting out goodness or feeling how I think I should feel because of this. And, and it's also not about, I'm going to do this to avoid a consequence. You understand the consequence has already happened. Remorse is a, is a true desire to be in touch with your humanity, to be in touch with, I am connected to everything and I'm having an impact and if that impact, I want to be paying attention if that impact has caused harm, because you get my being here is significant and it matters. 
and I'm always having an impact. And if my impact causes harm, that's harm across the board. That's harm into the whole. Here's a very cool thing I learned about this. About a year and a half ago, I started a three-year-long training with a large group of people. And on the first day of our first week-long retreat together, our teacher invited us to make an agreement with each other. And that was that if there was a conflict between you and another person in the group, that you would agree to resolve it within 48 hours. And I mean, she went on to give other parameters around that, but the bottom line of what she was saying is, if you don't, if you just put a bandit on it and pretend it's all okay, it creates a tear in the fabric of this circle and the circle loses integrity. And if the circle does not have integrity, it cannot move powerfully and it cannot move quickly. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to build our power and move in integrity together forward. So I love that imagery because if you're feeling guilty, you might care about a tear in the integrity of the whole that's been created by your impact, but you're also just by the nature of guilt and what we have been indoctrinated to feel around guilt, you're also addressing it because you want to avoid a consequence, maybe disruption in your world, not being seen as a good person, maybe you want to not lose something, maybe you're not feeling at peace and you want to fix that, but it's coming from an agenda, a personal agenda, rather than an innate sense of your connection with everything. And so guilt will often have you say you're sorry when either you actually aren't or you're not clear why you're sorry. Or it'll have you defend your rightness so you don't have to feel guilty because, back to how that's set up, guilt is something that we try to avoid. Remorse, although it's ugh, like tricky to get in there, when you are able to get yourself into it, it actually is such a restorative energy that has you profoundly connected with yourself and with the whole. And so it's a way to live in the world as a friend, as a friend to yourself and to others and to experience unfolding rather than as a, as a, um, criminal or a sinner who needs to get your act together. So I want to leave you with a couple of things. First of all, think of a place where you feel guilty about something, either currently feel guilty about it, felt guilty last week about something, carrying a guilt from your whole life, just anything. It, it doesn't matter what it is, but just find some place where you feel guilty. And then just notice as you feel guilty about it, how that feels. Like what is it serving for you to feel guilty? And then whatever your experience was there, focus on that same thing and feel remorse 
for it and just see what's different. You're going to come to one of a couple of realizations. Either you're going to find it hard to get in touch with the experience of remorse because you're actually trying to take responsibility for and feel guilty about something that is not yours. So now you're free. Or you will feel remorse. And if you do, now you are in touch with really what is most true for you about this experience and why it matters and what you might want to choose to do about it. And actually, I'm just thinking right now that there's there's an important distinction to make here where we may choose something that feels true and authentic for us, and it has an impact on someone else of their they're hurt or they're angry or they feel let down or disappointed. And we are not responsible for those feelings, but we can care that that our choice in our agency is having that impact on that person. And we can stay in connection and say, I understand that this might have an impact And I'm here and I'm listening and I care and let's talk about it. But you're super clear. It's not your responsibility. And this is a really tricky one. It takes a tremendous amount of of presence and clarity to, to be able to make this distinction. It's a real challenge to not get pulled out of your shoes or off your own center of knowing what's true for you when someone else or your ego is wanting you to be responsible for an experience that is not yours. But if you can stay grounded and present and connected, it's actually an act of generosity for both of you. And It also gives the other person the chance to get more clear and more into their agency and their own responsibility for for their experience. So that's one. And then the second one is, if you do land in remorse, how to now work with that remorse, which is different than regret. Regret is tied to guilt. It's another way we feel we need to do better when it's, you're not, really deeply in touch with your own agency. So what's the value in saying, I should have, or I shouldn't have? Why? What difference does that make? You can play that game all day long and nothing changes. You can't go back and undo it. So it just leads to feeling helpless and guilty. But if you move past the should, shouldn't have, and get curious, why do I feel remorse? Like, what's the impact that I'm in touch with? What was the cost? You're acknowledging it. And then you're staying curious and you're, you're wondering, what had me act as I did? What had me do that? What was I believing? What orientation was I in to life? And it's not about justifying it. It's about compassionately 
clearly understanding what made sense to you at the time, regardless of whether or not it was clear sense. Something made sense to you to have you act the way you did. But now here, as you also have the new information of the impact of it and how how it feels out of integrity with your true nature, in your willingness to feel the impact on yourself and others in life that was a result of your lack of clarity, a spaciousness is created where you can trust yourself right now and reflect. Knowing what I know now, what would I choose in this moment? And that felt ownership of the pain you caused along with reflection about what you're clear about now When that is integrated through the light of your awareness and your presence and your care, it transforms you and it transforms your world. Thanks for joining me today. Hope this show helps you drop the guilt trip and trust your wise heart. Check out the show notes for links to my coaching website, lizwilson.com and my coaching blog, trackingyes.com. And if you like the show, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is that you like to listen to podcasts. Talk to you next time. And in the meantime, have a great week and keep the compass lined up with yes.